Hi everyone and welcome to DLMD on air. Today I'm going to talk about brain fog. I get so many people in their 30s and 40s come to me and say, Dr. L, I think I have the start of dementia. I just I can't remember my children's name and where I put my car keys and, and everything. And I would say that in almost maybe 99.9% .9 of the cases, it is not dementia. First, probably just talk about what is dementia. Dementia is a condition of persistent impairment in brain activities that is severe enough to interfere with daily life. You've got medical conditions such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, traumatic brain injury, and strokes uh, that are common causes of dementia. And symptoms can include forgetfulness, confusion, and the new inability to solve routine problems. There is also something called mild cognitive impairment, or MCI. What are What is MCI? Well, you've got two types. You've got amnestic MCI, which is memory-specific, and it is like things like forgetting conversations and misplacing items. You also have something called a non-amnestic MCI, which involves changing um, in other brain activities with or without memory loss, and it may show up as problems with language. You lose your train of thought during a conversation. You forget an actual word or, or what you were going to say. Uh, it may be uh, attention, and you can't accomplish uh, or accomplish tasks that require a normal amount of attention. Uh, you could also lose your spatial sense, so you can't find your way, uh, say, uh, uh, around your, your living room, which is a familiar place. Now, there's dementia, there's MCI, and then, you know, there's something called brain fog, which I find that more and more people are complaining of and uh, are afraid that the brain fog is going to lead to MCI that's going to maybe lead to dementia. So we talked about what dementia is, what MCI is. It's important maybe, or, or it might be interesting to note that MCI is sort of for people in their 60s, and research has shown that globally about 6% in their 60s have MCI, but this jumps to more than 37% by age 85. So I'm going to touch upon a few things we can do now to help prevent or delay the onset of MCI and dementia. Let's talk about brain fog because this is really what this podcast is about. And a lot of people I know suffer from brain fog. And I myself used to suffer from it. Used to, which is, which is a good thing to say. So what is brain fog? Brain fog is not a diagnosis, but it is a general term to describe issues with short-term memory, lack of concentration, and lack of mental clarity. Brain fog can be a symptom of nutrient deficiency, such as the B vitamins, uh, magnesium. These are specifically, we find, related to, to brain fog. Brain fog could also be a symptom of anemia, which is an iron deficiency. It could be a symptom of hypothyroidism and also depression. So let's talk 
a little bit about causes um, of brain fog. What I find uh, with brain fog, especially if it's nonspecific, i.e. there is no anemia, there is no um, hormonal imbalance, there is no X, Y, and Z, there's no specific thing, I find that it could be caused um, by oxidative stress. What is oxidative stress? In the simplest, simplest term, oxidative stress is too many free radicals and or not enough antioxidants. And it's usually, and these days, overwhelmingly caused by a poor diet, sedentary lifestyle, and maybe poor habits such as smoking. What should you do? You should increase the amounts of antioxidant um, and exercise. How do you increase the amount of antioxidants? Um, well, not going and popping a pill, although you certainly could do that. But I find that the best way really to get antioxidants in your diet is to overhaul your diet. Just do a lifestyle change. Eat a rainbow. Antioxidants are found in abundance in fruits and vegetables, and especially colored fruits and colored vegetables. So I always say, eat a rainbow. And um, that's part of the reason why. And how do you eat a rainbow? Well, look at your plate. See if you've got different colors on your plate. Do you have orange, say, from mangoes or oranges? Now we're in the summer season, so I'm getting summer fruits out. Um, do you have purple or black or red fruits or vegetables, such as beets, such as strawberries? Do you have dark green from broccoli or spinach or kale? Do you have yellow from yellow bell peppers? So try and keep your plate looking like a rainbow. Another possible cause of brain fog is hormonal imbalance. And it could be due to pregnancy, it could be due to menopause, it could be due to um, a thyroid imbalance, it also could be due to le lower testosterone, uh, testosterone levels in men. Pregnancy changes your body in a lot of ways, and you have certain chemicals that are released to protect and nurse your baby, um, also <laughs> help uh, bring on memory problems. So the brain fog during pregnancy should leave you once a couple of months after maybe the pregnancy is over. You also have menopause. Um, women find it harder to learn things or remember things once they've hit menopause around age 50. And also you have thyroid levels or your thyroid hormone. Thyroid hormones connect directly with the brain to regulate Lots of things, energy, metabolism, um, and I know I said hypothyroidism as a cause of brain fog, but also hyperthyroidism, which is too much um, thyroid hormone, can explain some memory issues. What can you do about it? Well, first of all, check your hormone levels, okay? And there are actually at-home tests that can measure these hormone levels. I'm just going to write a note to actually give you the at-home test for the um, 
thyroid. Thorn has it. Thorn is a UK brand, I believe. But I'm going to try and see if there's also the American equivalent brand for an at-home thyroid test that you can do. Um, another thing that can cause or contribute to brain fog is dietary inflammation. And I don't know if you realize this, but the more you're going to listen to my podcast, the more you're going to see how much I love to treat the body using diet. And I hate to say diet because this really should be the normal way we should all be eating. Okay. So dietary inflammation can be a cause of brain fog and your body then rapidly uses the nutrients, specifically the B vitamins, the magnesium that I mentioned, also vitamin C and E. What you can do is try and cut out processed foods, sugars, and again, eat a rainbow. Another cause for brain fog for me, actually, was heavy metals. After the birth of my third child, I suddenly forgot everything. And I thought, okay, it was due to the pregnancy, it was due to the birth and what have you. And it, it stayed for about a decade. And I knew it wasn't normal. I had a photographic memory in my 20s. And then suddenly, you know, in my mid-30s, I just wasn't remembering the simplest things. And it was irritating. It was causing me a lot of stress to not remember certain things things that, or memories even that happened with my children. So my brain fog was fairly severe. And I went, got tested at um, a hospital. They said, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. Your cognitive functions are fine. So I didn't have MCI. I didn't have mild cognitive impairment. Um, but I knew I had something. And it wasn't until I visited a functional medical doctor that I realized I had brain fog due to two things, uh, heavy metal toxicity. I had my mercury, my aluminum. I just had way too much of that in my system. And I also had gut dysbiosis. What is gut dysbiosis? I had in very, again, very simple terms. Um, I had too much of the bad bacteria and not enough of the good bacteria. So I didn't have a healthy uh, intestinal bacterial colony or, or gut colony. So um, how did I get treated? Well, I went on a supplement program that helped my body get rid of the heavy metals naturally. Now, don't go and run to the Whole Foods department of your local supermarket or to your local supermarket and buy natural heavy metal detox cleanses because these actually could potentially be worse for you. If you do have heavy, heavy metals, get it tested, first of all, and you have to do a tri-test, triple test. Now, I'm going to go, oh, triple test means your, your, your hair, um, your urine, and your blood as well. And be under the guidance of a functional medical doctor uh, or an integrative medical doctor who has actually done uh, these things before. So my body responded very well to the supplements and I was able to detox the heavy metals safely and effectively naturally by following a very healthy diet and also uh, specific nutritional supplements that helped my body 
detoxin and heal itself. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. And for me, it didn't happen overnight. But I have to say a year into this program, I'm feeling much better. I have less fatigue, uh, less memory issues. It's still there, but it's not as bad as it um, as it used to be. So heavy metals and gut dysbiosis can be a cause uh, of brain fog. So can leaky gut syndrome. People who have leaky gut know <laughs> what it is. Another thing that can cause brain fog is not getting enough sleep and also not getting rejuvenating sleep or proper sleep. Everyone gets very surprised when I tell them I sleep eight hours a day. They're like, what? Eight hours? That's too much. Well, it's you really should be getting between six to eight hours of sleep and you have to be getting rejuvenating sleep. Now, a quick test to know whether you're getting rejuvenating sleep or not is to um, see if you've been dreaming. You don't necessarily have to remember your dreams. You just have to remember that you actually did dream. And you know that decade that I had the brain fog, I was sleeping, but I didn't have any dreams. So um, a quick and easy test to see if you are getting rejuvenating sleep is, is to see if you if you dream. Now, certain medications and certain conditions, um, such as multiple sclerosis, can also cause um, brain fog. But don't go thinking you've got MS, you know, but if you do have MS and you do have brain fog, you know know why, because um, MS can be a a contributing factor to, to brain fog. Now, how can we protect ourselves? from cognitive decline. I mean, decline more or less is inevitable, but not in the way we are used to or in the way we think um, we should be declining. You know, just because you're older doesn't necessarily mean that you take it as normal, that you're forgetting where you put your car keys and things like that. Now, there are no pills to slow the worsening of memory pro- problems. You can't go to your doctor and I prescribe a pill and you're good to go. No. However, certain things can help you or, or help prevent cognitive decline. One thing is, um, we just touched on it, sleep. Getting good, rejuvenating, restful sleep. Try and sleep without your phones next to your heads while it's virtually impossible because there's just Wi-Fi everywhere to completely dissociate from or, or completely not have EMF radiation surrounding us when we sleep. But let's not have a lot of EMF radiation around us when we sleep. So don't sleep with your phones. Have it charging in another room and, um, and get six to eight hours of restful, rejuvenating sleep. A good diet. Eat a rainbow one that is full of these amazing antioxidants that help us. And another thing is um, cognitive video apps or, or phone apps that sort of are good for your exercising your brain, they always say. Um, now, studies 
haven't really shown that that particularly helps with cognitive decline. But I personally believe that by learning something new, by stimulating yourself, I think it really does help the brain because it does help with new synapses being formed because you're usually you're using different parts of the brain, um, and and the brain maybe I can liken it to a muscle. It needs to be used. You you need to constantly keep it maybe active in um, in a way we graduate from school or college and we're like that's it that's it no more learning, but no we should be lifelong students. I just came back from learning how to surf. And yes, I fell a lot, but I had a lot of fun. And and I'm not at all ashamed to say that, you know, I'm in my mid-40s and I'm learning something new. And you have kids who are much better than I am doing it, but I don't feel ashamed. So don't feel ashamed about learning something new. Um, go ahead and do it. And if you like playing these video brain health apps, which I per personally don't, I just... I just don't like them. Um, I would much rather learn how to surf, um, learn a new language or, you know, um, things like that. Studies have shown that there was less cognitive decline in adults who did a combination of these habits that I just discussed, such as eating a healthy diet, exercising regularly, and taking part in um, social events. Exercise is probably the fountain of youth, whether it is for the brain or for the body or for wellness in general or for anti-aging. Exercise really is all that. I try and exercise, or at least I try and walk and keep moving 30 minutes a day at least. I do once a week yoga, once a week I do personal training, once or twice a week I do cycling and then the other times I try and move. But I try and move all the time. So if I'm in my office, if I'm having um, a meeting, I try and get up and walk during that meeting. So I'm walking around the meeting uh, table, which uh, is a bit weird, but you know, I just like to keep moving. I don't want to sit down behind a desk for about seven hours um, every day. That's, that's just not me. Things that I can do on my phone. I do it while moving. So checking emails, I move around the office while I do that, or, you know, going through my social media feed. I, I try and walk doing that. So just try and walk as much as you can, um, and try and exercise, um, as much as you can. Another thing that some people touch upon is, um, herbs, such as uh, maybe ashwagandha, which is a popular Ayurvedic herb that is gaining popularity. Um, and uh, ginseng is, a, is another one that is a, is a brain herb. Um, so these two, just make sure you're taking the correct supplement and from a reputable buyer because um, the issue with the supplement market is just it's so unregulated. And you don't know what you're taking. But, you know, there's ashwagandha, there's um, ginseng. I personally um, don't take these herbs on a regular basis just because I forget. And, I, you know, it's not part of my uh, routine. However, I do eat very healthy. And I do take um, a multivitamin and mineral supplement every day. Another thing is the good fats the omega-3, 6, and 9, we have enough 
omega-9 and possibly enough omega-6 in our normal diet. It's the omega-3 we are low on. And uh, that might be something maybe to to add. Research, again, is some research says yes, some research says no. But I think that if you have a healthy diet that includes these lovely healthy fats, um, it will go a long way to help you um, stay healthy um, and stay, uh, stay sharp. Fasting is also something that uh, has been shown to possibly protect the brain. And it is something that I personally do. And um, I think we'll talk about fasting in another podcast because fasting can mean many different things to many people. Uh, And there are many different types of fasting. So we'll go through that. But fasting has been shown in uh, studies to, to help protect the brain in in simple terms. So I hope you found my um, brain fog podcast to be helpful. And thank you very much for listening. This is DLMD on air. Goodbye.